This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome, everyone, to the eighth episode of the Building a Trinity podcast. I am your host, Kyler Bills. I'm a freshman wrestling 285 pounds here at Trine, and I'm going to be your guide in the exploration of the Trine wrestling program, both past and present. I'm very excited to bring you the eighth installment of the Building a Trinity podcast. This is obviously a bi-monthly podcast in which we will have a guest on the program, whether it be a wrestler on the team now, a coach, or even some alumni. Sometimes we may even have multiple guests, but the purpose of this podcast is to allow you to get to know some of the people behind the Trine Wrestling program. And since the details are out of the way, we will jump into today's guest. Joining us today, we have senior 174-pounder Owen Conklin. How are you doing today, Owen? Uh, I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm living life, man. So I always like to start with this question. It's a little deep, um, but I, I like the insight it gives on somebody's life. I'm just going to jump into it. Who is Owen Conklin? Uh, I think Owen Conklin is a kid who just strives to work hard and do the best, the best that he can be uh, at, at anything he does. So very competitive, um, always wanting to win no matter, no matter anything uh, what, that I'm doing, um, but always also tries to, to lead others in a way that is leading by example. Okay, no, absolutely. I love that. Um, so I want to talk to you. What brought you to try and obviously you're senior, you know, you're, you're graduating here soon, but what were some of the steps that, that led you here? Um, so I was looking at a couple other schools, um, to, to wrestle at. And that, that was one of the big things I wanted to wrestle continuously in, in college. And, uh, um, but trying really struck me because they had a good engineering program. So, all the other schools kind of just were liberal arts schools, and, and that's one thing that really, really took me uh, to, to go in here. Okay, so when you first came onto campus, what were some of your first impressions, um, and how did the campus kind of mesh well with, with you? Um, I felt like I fit in really well. Everyone here was really friendly and really nice. The coaches, um, they, they were great. The, the, the profess professors and the, the other faculty that you meet is, is really nice on this campus. Okay, okay. Um, so you talked a little bit about engineering, you know, what is your major and, and what are you trying to do with that and, and how's that journey going? Uh, yeah, eventually I'd like to go somewhere automotive. Um, right now we're still, still looking, um, about to graduate, but I'd like to start up my own shop one day and, uh, pursue, uh, aftermarket parts for, for like race cars or something like that. Okay. So, you know, with, with graduation being, you know, kind of around the corner, um, do you have anything set up, or, or is that kind of you know going to fall into the place once you get that diploma? Uh, I don't have anything set up yet, but we are currently working, uh, applying, and uh, trying to find somewhere to go. Okay, okay. So before we jump into kind of the wrestling aspect of everything, um, I want to talk to you about some of your some of the things you like to do outside of wrestling. Obviously, you know we love the sport, but. You know, wrestling isn't just who we are. So talk to me about some of your hobbies and the things you like to do outside of wrestling. Uh, yeah, so so um, working out, that that's a big one. I think that, that kind of ties in with wrestling. But uh, also I, I like cars um, and longboarding and kind of just hanging out with friends. That's it, man. Okay, okay. So 
talk to me about you know your background in the sport um and and you can lead it up into this this last year but you know from when you started wrestling all the way through high school and and whatnot talk to me about your career up until this point um yeah so i didn't really start super early with this uh i was a always a football basketball baseball kind of kid uh then we got to my eighth grade year at middle school and my dad was like hey you don't make the team you're gonna wrestle and I was like no you know I don't I don't want to do that no I don't want to my 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 big thing was I don't want to wear the singlet I right, thought it was weird. Right. um so didn't make the team fell into wrestling ended up loving it wrestled for nine years four years in high school one year in middle school four years in college okay um I'm trying to remember I, I'm terrible with with locations and geography um what high school did you attend I went to uh, Harrison High School in West Lafayette, Indiana. Okay. Um, how do you think that, that Harrison kind of prepared you? And talk to me a little bit about the difference, you know, there as opposed to some other high schools and what you've noticed and, and then coming here to Trine. Yeah, so we had – it was a little bit different. Uh, we were a big school. So we had a, we had 14 coaches on staff okay, uh, wow. when, um, when I was there. Uh, so – we could really kind of work on whatever we wanted. Everyone had their own style, and there was a coach for that. Um, getting to try and it was a little different, but I started to realize I already had my style. I just need to kind of refine it, and I don't need as many coaches for that. Right. So then I can get some more get get more personal with my coaches. Is what happened. Okay, so I'm I'm very interested, you know, to figure this out. Um, were you always just an absolute hammer on top or, or how did you get, cause I mean, I, I personally don't think that there's anybody that you can't ride legs on. I mean, I, you've rode me out for a whole match, you know, on top and turned me and, and it, it I'm not going to sit here and say it's your strong suit, but it's, it's a great aspect of your, uh, of your, you know, wrestling. So, you know, were you always like that? Were you always a top heavy wrestler? Did that kind of come along through college? Um, I was always kind of a top heavy wrestler, uh, a lot of what I did at practice was just legs, 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 and throws. And then I kind of, when I got to college, those stopped working. So I didn't really, I had to rework my neutral game. Um, so, yeah, I was pretty good on top, mainly. Um, and then I, I was just an underhook guy uh, in, in neutral. But Okay. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, you know, four years ago you got here. Um, you know, when I, when I ask this about, you know, freshman and sophomore, it's, it's one to two years experience for you. It's four years. Um, talk to me about how you've seen this team and this program grow since you, you first got here. Uh, yeah, when I, when I first got here, it was, it was a little, um, rough, I guess the team wasn't meshing well. Um, people weren't pulling their weight, I guess you could say, um, the team just didn't have an I want to win aspect. Um, everyone was saying I want to win, but did you couldn't tell if they really wanted to. Right. Um, but through the years, seeing things change, this year mainly was the biggest change that I've seen. This class that got brought in was, they, they were like piranhas, man. They they wanted to just go, 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 eat, 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 eat and keep digging and digging uh, to win. No, and I, I think that's where the program's headed. No, absolutely, and, and I've talked about it multiple times before, and I think we're going to touch on culture a little bit later, but, you know, a hardworking culture and a hardworking class, it just motivates the whole room. Um, so talk to me, you know, obviously it's been a little while, um, 
but the transition from high school to college, not only from an athletic standpoint, but academically too. And, and I want to touch on wrestling. But, you know, for, as far as the level of commitment and the level of intensity, can you talk to me a little bit about, you know, what somebody should expect and how that kind of difference differentiates? Um, yeah, so I think the biggest thing is with the wrestling aspect is you got to commit everything. Um, it can't just be half half in, half out. Everything's got to be good. Your sleep, your diet, your your weightlifting, your weight cutting, you know, practice. Um, but then I guess when it comes to the education side of things, it, it was, for me, it was easier. Um, I wasn't a huge school or book nerd, I guess you could say, in high school. I hated it. I didn't want to read. I didn't want to sit in class. But uh, once, I, once I got to college, it was like, oh, okay, I'm studying something that I want to learn about. Right. So that, that was a big thing for me. Okay. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about kind of the professors here and as far as, a, as, far as an academic learning environment, um, you know, how, kinda, how Trine separates itself from some other schools and programs? Um, yeah, so at a lot of other schools, you're going to get um, huge lectures uh, where the professor might know your name. But here we have small classes, maybe 30 people, probably less, um, where the professor really gets to know you on a little bit more of a personal level, like it, like it was in high school. And they also will do everything they can because they, they can do more than a high school teacher could. Right. So they, they're going to do everything they can to help you succeed. So was Harrison a very big school? I'm not too familiar on the size of it, but were you guys more of a big school? Yeah, we were a pretty big school. I graduated with 540-some kids, I think. Okay. Yeah. So coming from a, a, a relatively large school, um, was a smaller college uh, and university kind of a, a thing you had in mind? Maybe all, through your, all four years through high school, um, or maybe it switched up when you were actually looking and going on visits, but coming to a small school like Trine, um, was that always something you kind of wanted to do? Um, I never really thought about school size. Um, I guess I did think maybe a little bit that I would have gotten lost in the crowd. Now I'm always kind of, I feel like I'm a person who wants to stand out a little bit and a small school would help me do that. Um, but yeah. Um, so obviously this world has taken a lot of twists and turns through this last couple of years. Um, you've been, I, I, yeah, you've been here all four years, you know, through all the COVID stuff. You know, some people have had high school and then transitioned to college and it still affect them there. But uh, talk to me about how COVID's impacted, you know, your life. I'm, I'm not even going to say the season. Your life as far as, you know, academics and, and getting your college education and your diploma um, and how you've kind of had to persevere and push through all that. Yeah, so it was definitely tough. Um, the classes, a lot of things went online and it was, it was tough Everybody was like, oh, online, is, it's going to be so easy. But uh, the tough part was just remembering to do it. Right. Because, you know, you don't have that professor in your face saying, hey, this is due now. Um, but it was also pretty tough with wrestling. We had to wear masks at one point at practice and, and in tournaments. Uh, it was just, it was a mess. Um, and I think that year ended up getting cut short just because people were tired of doing that. Just tired of putting their body in the way of something that's already hard. Right. Um, and there was just things making it harder. No, absolutely. 
um, you know, did you find it kind of troubling to stay motivated through, I think it was, it was last year, you know, where so much stuff, you know, you were practicing one week, the next you weren't, you know, you were practicing two weeks later and then the season just ended. Um, did you, did you find it hard to, to keep motivated? And if not, how did you stay so motivated? Um, yeah, I did. I did find it hard to, to stay motivated. Um, but I, tr- I tried my best because I was looked at as a leader on the team. So I, I had to be motivated. Um, but there were definitely some times when I was like, I could, I, I guess like you could say I could care less if it's going right now because the COVID is just ruining and everything, right. you know, um, which probably is not the greatest way to think. But um, then I eventually corrected myself and uh, made sure nobody else thought that way. No, absolutely. And it, it's hard to stay so you know positive and motivated through a time like that. Um, you know, it takes a lot of mental strength. So, you know, it may not be the, you know, necessarily correct way to feel, but, you know, it's, it's easy to say that when you're not in the person's shoes. Um, obviously, through every, you know, sports team, sports season, uh, there's a lot of injuries, you know, whether it be to yourself or the team. Um, you know, three or four years, how have injuries kind of impacted you? Um, I've been pretty fortunate, actually. I didn't have any big injuries, just Really, the occasional like knee, hip pain that comes with riding legs, but uh, <laughs> yeah, n- nothing real, nothing real major. Okay, so you know, I think Coach Hall has said it. He's like, after the first practice or the first workout, you're never going to be a hundred percent again. Um, on those practices where it's your hip or your ankle, um, you know, and you got to make weight, but you can, you know, it, it's really hurting and it's really bugging you. Um, Talk to me about the mindset of pushing through it and not letting it dictate your your day and your life. Um, it kind of just goes to the mindset of if it breaks, it breaks. No, uh, I like that. Uh, if it's going to break, it's going to break. If it's not, it's not. And just wrestle through it really is what, is what I try to do. Unless it's, unless it's to the point where you can't do anything, then okay. But I just push through. Okay. So, you know, we have a great coaching staff here. Uh, I want to start with Coach Hall first. Um, I've seen it multiple times. You were Coach Hall's first career, you know, head coaching win. Mm-hmm. And it was also your first win of your career. Yep. Um, so talk to me about, you know, through these four years, through your time here at Trine, how Coach Hall has impacted you, not only from a wrestling standpoint, but your life altogether. Um, yeah, so one of the big things Coach Hall tries to push is he's not only going to make you a better wrestler, but he's going to make you a better man. And I really do – value the life lessons that he's taught us throughout the way of what what to do what not to do as a man how to how to how to act as you know somebody who's going to go out into the world and change things um and then as wrestling you know he's just helped me um define my style of wrestling and and find really helped me develop a neutral game of of what's going to work because when i got here i didn't have anything for neutral uh, because the underhook throws and stuff weren't really working right um, so he helped me develop my shot and, and, um, other things like that. Okay. Um, obviously I think he, uh, he might've came in like last summer. I'm not totally sure cause I wasn't here. Um, but you've had coach Clark for a full, you know, wrestling season. Talk to me about, you know, coach Clark has impacted you since he's got here. Right. Yeah. Cl- coach Clark's a great guy. Really funny. Um, I think the biggest thing he's given me is the knowledge of supplements. Okay. Um, and, and make sure you look and, and do research on to what you're putting in your body. Um, 
the dietary things, he's he's helped me with that a little bit. I, I'm trying to eat better. I'm a I kind of have the appetite of a child, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not the greatest eater. But um, definitely the supplements. Uh, I want to know what's in my body and, and how it's going to help me get better. Okay, yeah, and that's kind of a, a common theme, um, you know, of Coach Clark bringing that that aspect that I think we're extremely lucky to have, you know, as opposed to some other programs who might not have, you know, a dedicated coach who, who knows and is so knowledgeable about that aspect. And not only that, but, you know, just – knowing what to do, being CNCS certified, I think is what it is, being able to run, you know, preseason practices, um, it's truly very beneficial. Um, So we talked a little bit about nutrition uh, right there with Coach Clark, and maybe you can talk about senior year, how things had, you know, changed from, you know, years past with your new knowledge. Um, But how, talk to me about your nutrition and and keeping your body right through, you know, a long season. I'm not exactly sure. I say this every episode. Um, I think it's, you know, four or five months. Mm -hmm. We start the week after we get here and we just ended our season. So talk to me about, you know, the the importance of keeping care of your body and keeping up with it. Um, So... Earlier in, in my career here at Trine, I, w- I was on campus, and I was eating in the, the cafeteria, and then I was kind of just stuck to what they could give me. Right. Um, so I was eating rice, chicken, pork, turkey, and all, all the kind of lean meats and stuff at, at um, the calf. And then I occasionally you'd have your cheat meal where you'd eat maybe something you probably shouldn't. Um, but this year, really, moving off campus, I've been able to um, cook my own food and develop a plan to help me maintain my weight a little bit better in the year than years past. Um, and uh, that also goes back to what Coach Clark's talked to us about. No, absolutely. And such a, a integral part of, you know, wrestling and, and a, a part that's quite frankly looked down upon is, you know, cutting weight. And, and we see it so often, kids, you know, starving themselves, cutting weight so ineffectively. But, you know, in my experience, when you've been here, um, you always had things under control. Not to say it's it's easy, but you know what you're doing and you have it under control. And for me, you know, I've had to cut weight once in my life, which I'm a bigger guy. It's not that hard. So I don't even know if I want to call it cutting weight. Um, I did it horribly. I did it stupid. Um, but talk to me, and it, and it really did affect my wrestling, but having you who knows what they're doing, and everything's calibrated, um, you know what you want to come in at, you know, the day before, um, talk to me about how much, you know, it improves your wrestling from practice to, you know, your actual performance, and, and having a game plan. Um, so having a game plan, it kind of just, whether it works or not, it kind of just gives somebody a peace of mind. Okay. Um, to, to as... This is what's going to happen, and this is what's going to happen. Uh, this is what I'm going to do if something else happens. You know, it gives them a plan of action. It kind of stabilizes them, even if it doesn't go as planned. Okay. Um, so, you know, four years here, you've talked about it a little bit. Things always, you know, aren't so easy. And even this year, things weren't easy. Um, you know, you, I'm sure you've had a ha- lot of highs and lows. Talk to me. First, we'll go with the highs. Talk to me about some of your, your highs here at Trine. Yeah, so some of my highs is uh, definitely being able to come in and start as a freshman was was a pretty big high for me. That was a confidence booster, and, and I think that confidence kept me going throughout throughout the year. Um, and confidence is a big thing as a wrestler. If you don't believe you can do it, then you you can't do it. Right. So, um, and that that was that was a pretty big high. Um, also, just just the highs of 
feel, feeling at practice that I was getting better at my takedowns, better at my shots as Coach Hall was helping me. That was that was also a really good feeling. Okay. Um, and then talk to me about some of your lows, you know, here. Um, some of the lows, there were some pretty big weight cuts when I wasn't okay. doing it right. Um, that made me feel terrible. Uh, and then there were some, some pretty – I've had two, uh, I guess you could call them rivals. Never beat them. Got closer and closer every time. Uh, now I'm pretty good friends with the guys. But on the mat, it was always a competition, and I could never – just never just give it enough i guess to to beat them and that was those were pretty big lows so you know that kind of transitions me into the next aspect is having those rivals were they were they conference guys yeah okay so especially being conference guys you know we see you know Olivet, adrian albie and alma at a lot of tournaments uh, i think we saw Olivet at like four straight tournaments we went to right. um it's not easy and it can really create a mental block if, if those lows keep bothering you. So how did you kind of persevere through that and not necessarily forget about it, but maybe use it as motivation, put it in the back burner of your mind um, and kind of keep pushing through, you know, all those lows? Um, I just try not to think about it. Um, I guess you could say I have the mind of a goldfish. <laughs> uh, they can't really, you know, remember anything or, or whatever, however the saying goes, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that really helps me. I don't know. I have, I have ADD, so that probably just helps me not focus and move on from it. Uh, maybe it's something to do with that. But I just kind of let things roll off my back. Okay. I'll get it next time is my thing. Okay. I, I like that. Um, it, optimism is, is a great aspect that I think a lot of people get you know lost in and, and kind of lose faith in it. Um, so for me... Culture is huge, you know, came from a, a very culture-rich high school uh, in both football and wrestling. Um, and in here, I think I'm starting to see those same things. Um, talk to me about the development of the culture here and, and, you know, what this culture that we're trying to build means to you. Uh, yeah, this culture is a family. Um, whether you're winning or losing, no one's going to turn their back on you, and it, and it means a lot. So I know once I graduate, I've got a lot of friends here that I'm going to be able to text, call, you know, if I need a place to crash, they need a place to crash, they got me, I got them. And that's really what trying wrestling kind of is instilled on me. No, absolutely. And I've talked about this many times, you know, the most important thing to me, you know, is a family environment. And I'm going to ask, about, ask you about some of your takeaways, you know, later. But I think the greatest things that I've, you know, taken away from my athletic career so far is not necessarily the, you know, the medals, you know, getting your hand raised. It's, it's the relationships you build and the memories you make um, with, with really people who have become your family. Um, so I want to talk about this season, you know, for a little bit. Um, how do you, I'll, I'll start with, how do you feel that this season went? Um, I, I was a little short on, on where I wanted to go. Uh, I, I fell a little short this year, but as a team, I think we did fantastic. Um, as a senior, being able to look back at three other years of this program, I, um, was pretty proud of how this year turned out. The whole team did great. Everybody was positive the whole way through. Everybody was ready to go, you know, just trying to fight, fight, fight as hard as I could to win. And I think um, Coach Hall's bringing in the right kids, and if he can continue to do that, then this program's going to take off. It's going to skyrocket. Okay. Um, and 
I, I want to ask you this, not in a ne- negative connotation, um, because being seeing you every day at practice, seeing you every day on the workouts, um, I, I know for a fact that you left everything out there. Um, but is there anything, you know, not necessarily from this season, but maybe your career that you wish you could have changed? Um, yeah, I think just my career in general. I think I wish I would have started a little bit earlier. Okay. Um, I would have just had that much more knowledge and been able to help other people that much more. Um, this obviously isn't the end of my career. I'm going to go coach or right. my little brother's going to be, be my prodigy, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to go coach him up. But um, yeah, I think just starting earlier would have been my answer to that one. Okay. Um, so coaching, was that always something that you kind of have always you know, known that you wanted to do or as your little brother got more involved into it, you know, did you want to coach when you left high school? You're like, okay, I want to come back and coach these kids or how did that kind of develop? Um, well, he wasn't really a wrestler at all. Uh, this is his second year and it, it just, I don't like as much as I like to beat up on him at home. I don't like other people beating up on okay. him. Okay. Uh, cause you know, he's my family. I can do right, it to him. Right. Nobody else can. So I want to, I want to, help him you know succeed there to where he's not getting beat up anymore okay no i like that i like that that brotherly that brotherly love um so you know we we've touched on a lot of this stuff before but to kind of summarize everything and and to put it into a statement um talk to me about these four years here at trine um i'll I'll start with athletically and then we can go into academically and, and some of the people outside of you know just wrestling but talk to me about your four years here and what what it has meant to be a wrestler here at trine uh being a wrestler wrestler at trine is is pretty special you're not one of probably not one of the most respected teams on campus but things are getting to to change that so you kind of have a target on your back okay like oh they're a wrestler you know they're probably mean they're probably this or probably that but then they just take the time to get to know us and you're like Okay, they're they're nice guys, you know, um, but it's been pretty special to me because it's it's a little bit different than how it was in uh, in high school. I wasn't super close with everybody, but everybody on this team I know very very well, and I would be comfortable sharing, you know, my deepest darkest secrets with. I guess you could say, but right. they um, it's it's been nice to know that I have a family outside of my family is what it pretty much means. No, absolutely. And, you know, some of the same things may tie into it, but talk to me about, you know, just outside of wrestling, um, what your four years here have been like, you know, academically, um, you know, there's something always going on around on campus. Um, you know, trying does a great job of getting their students involved. Um, talk to me a little bit about how just the campus in general has, has what it means to you. Yeah, so the campus, um, always going out and doing things. There's always sporting events to go to. Um, but really just the engineering aspect has helped me a lot. Um, being able to so – there's some tools and stuff here that I, I wanted to know how to use, and, and I got I got to learn how to use them. Like, uh, for example, CNC machining. Uh, I would have never been able to do that anywhere else but here. Um, so that was pretty cool that – it's going to help me and and further my career and and what I want to do. Oh, absolutely. Um, So being, you know, on such a young team and being the only senior, 
How did you kind of assume a leadership role? Uh, is that something that you were comfortable with or you had to grow into it? Obviously, you know, we've always kind of, you know, recently we've had a younger team. So maybe as a junior, sophomore, even as a freshman, you know, being in the lineup, you've had to step up and, and assume that role. But actually to be a senior and to be expected to, you know, lead a team, how has how has that role kind of been here? Um. I, I felt it was pretty easy to step up and be a leader. Uh, I think I have a pretty powerful voice, maybe. No. And and when I when I say stuff, people listen. Unless I'm just you know it's just chit chat or something. Right. Some people, but uh, when I say something, I mean it most of the time. And uh, for some reason, people just listen and they follow what I do. I really, I me, personally, I think I'm a leader by example. Uh, so people just follow, I guess. Um, yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Um, I think that there's a place for, you know, both type of leaders. And, and you know, they, they can intertwine and they do intertwine a lot. Um, but you got the guy who's, you know, leading, screaming in a good way at the team and motivating them. And then you got, you know, the guy who leads by example, does everything right, doesn't necessarily say a lot, clocks in, give it, gives, gives it all he has, you know, clocks out, does extra work. You know, I'll always, I'll always remember um, – it was it was a Sunday before. I think it was like the first Sunday we were here. Um, I went to go work out at Hershey um, because I, I wanted to burn time, go do something before the NFL games were on and you were there lifting. Uh, at, at that point, I hadn't really known anybody too much. Um, I was still fairly new here, fairly new with all the guys. Living off campus is a little harder. You don't get to interact. A lot of the guys room together. Um, you know. But you came up to me. You, you greeted me. And it, it was really exciting and encouraging to see you know the senior um putting in extra hours uh, not only for wrestling but himself um and it, and it really motivated me and it was a really good tone setter for me um so i want to thank you for that um and then now i want to talk about you know your legacy um what do you when you leave and you grab that diploma and, and tim tebow sends you off um which i tim, tim tebow being the the speakers is amazing you know I'm a, cool, yeah. I'm a gators fan so uh tebow's my guy but uh what do you want people to remen remember you here for um and what do you want your legacy to be um i think i'd like to be remembered as one of the best guys on top <laughs> <laughs> i can but, i can say uh, that but sure. no i i genuinely i think i just want to be remembered as as a guy who was a hard worker and, and would have done anything for this program. No, absolutely. And I think it's safe to say, you know, from my aspect and my perspective, and I, I, I believe the team agrees that that is, that is the legacy that, that you have shown to me in my, my one year here so far. Um, so, you know, talking about this next stage in life, um, are you excited or nervous or, or are you ready to go into this next stage of life? You know, you're, you're not necessarily on the home stretch, but this journey to become an adult and to get, to get into your profession and settle down. Um, how does that make you feel? Um, yeah, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to go. Uh, I got expensive hobbies <laughs> and they, those obviously take money. Right. So I'm ready to make adult money. Um, and just start building my life from here on out because th there's still a lot of life left, you know. Um, I've got plenty of things left to do, and I'm excited for, for what's to come. No, absolutely. And, you know, worst-case scenario, if things fall through, you can still make minimum wage doing laundry here. Um, <laughs> 
but I, I agree with you. You know, it's I, I think you're going to do great. Personally, um, you know, I, I wasn't I knew you were in engineering. I wasn't sure what, but you know, automobile. That makes sense because I've seen your passion for it. Um, you have, you have an amazing car. Thank you. Uh, I know you've put a lot of work into that and you take a lot of pride into that. So I can tell that um, you're going to do great in that profession. So, you know, with this season wrapping up and, you know, your career here wrapping up, I want to start with your senior year. Um, what was your favorite memory of your senior year? Favorite memory? Um That's a tough one. I don't think I could pick a favorite memory. Uh, you know, always wrestling with the guys is pretty cool. But I think the things I'm going to miss the most are just the, the chit-chat right. and the the bus rides. Because you can't get those back. You can always go wrestle again in some open league. But you can't get the, you know, stu- the stuff you had with the boys. You right. can't get that back. And uh, I think I'm going to miss that the most. That was my favorite. No, I totally agree. I think, um, you, you know, I, I compare a lot of stuff to high school, but it's, you know, I'm, I'm only a freshman here. Um, just one year opposed to four in high school, and I assume it's going to be the same way. Um, I don't necessarily remember every match. You know, I remember, like you just said, the bus rides home. I remember, you know, going out and, and hanging out with my friends after. Um, and I think I, I can totally agree with you that that's something that stands out and just just – being with your family and, and this family environment we have here, um, I definitely stand by your statement. So now I want to get in some, you know, it's just some fun fact, rapid fire questions. All right. Um, what's your favorite food after weigh-ins? Uh, definitely the uh, go-to is goldfish, goldfish, the rainbow ones. Okay. See, yeah. I, I like the rainbow ones. People give me a lot of crap for the rainbow because they're like, it's just original but colored. I swear every single color tastes different. I, I think, yeah, it, it's got to. I mean... Look, there's a place for extra cheddar. There's a place for, you know, every other bag. But if I'm getting, like, one of those big boxes of goldfish. I'm getting the rainbow ones. I, I yeah. totally agree. And I'm, so, I'm so happy you said that because you're the <laughs> first person to say that. Um, what about drink? What, what, do you water, Pedialyte? What are we, what are we working with? Uh, probably Gatorade. Okay. Yeah, blue, yellow, orange. Something right. like that. Now, I can't remember. Were you one of the Glacier Cherry Gatorade haters? Yeah. Okay, we'll move on. Um, <laughs> I, I already know the, the answer to this, but uh, music or no music guy before your matches, and what are you listening to? Yeah, so I'm a music guy. Um, I just got a regular playlist for when I'm for when I'm kind of chilling, just standing around and stuff. Um, but then right before my match, a couple matches before, I switched to a playlist uh, that I found on Spotify called Alpha. Okay. So, yeah, that kind of gets me in the mood. Uh, it's got some hype stuff on there. Um and then afterwards, it's, it's back to the chill stuff. Okay, I like that. Keeping keeping a nice balance is really important. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're going out there to, to wrestle. You're, you're warming up. How do you kind of lock in and strategize for your matches? There's a lot, especially at these big tournaments. Um, there's a lot going on. There's, you know, four to six mats. Um, you know, how do you block out the noise, block out all the, you know, the, the ratings and all the, the media um, and kind of lock in for your matches? Uh, my biggest thing is uh, I feel like I'm an overthinker. Okay. So I just tell myself, don't freak out. You know, you got this. You've done this before. You know, it's no big deal. It's just a match. No. Um, so, yeah, just take a couple deep breaths. Say, don't freak out. And that's about it. No, absolutely. That's that's something that I think a lot of people struggle with, including myself, is, you know, self-doubt. Um, I think 
I dealt with it a lot in high school, and it's it's starting to come back just because of the higher level in wrestling. But you know, my senior year, I was like, you just got to remember, like you beat good kids. Like you, it, it's not a fluke. You're a good wrestler. Um, just go out there and and calm down and, and do what you uh, what you know you can do. Um, so is there a pre-match ritual you have? Is there a certain weight you get up and start warming up or, or how do you kind of, you know, move into the competitive aspect of it? Um, no, not, not really. There's no, I stretch out my legs. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> okay. Are a certain you, way to do that, but that's, that's it. I can't yeah. remember. Are you one of those guys who has to take the ankle band to the corner or the, like the side of the mat and put it on? Ah, uh, no, no, no. Okay. So yeah, I, uh. I put the ankle band on at, at the at the uh, at the line. Okay, and then I shake the ref's hand. I like that. I always shake the ref's hand. I like that. Um, I used to I used to look down upon people like going to the the side of the mat because I felt like you know for some reason it was cocky. But as as I've grown, I'm I'm still a guy who shakes at the line. Um, I I think it's everybody's way to lock in, and everybody's just different, and they have to do what they have to do. Um, but I, I do like shaking the ref's hand and, um, I, I totally agree with you. I think that's a nice ritual. Um, this is going to be an interesting one. Um, what, what's your favorite wrestling move? Uh, definitely legs. Uh, but when I have those in, uh, probably to a, to a cat bird tilt. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think that John Browning can, um, Battle you for the Splatel Master? No. No? Uh, he's, he's got that. That's all his. <laughs> okay. Um, I like that. Um, I want to talk about, you know, some, some other things outside of wrestling. What's your, what's your favorite movie? Oh, yeah, definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. That's a, Tokyo? Okay, that makes, uh, it, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, you know, with the new Fast and Furious movies, you know, they're going to space now. Um, yeah, that's whack. Yeah, you, you're not a fan of the, the new ones. No, the first three are great. the The rest are, you know, all right. Was it a? I think it was five. Was, was Paul Walker's last one? Maybe, I think maybe it five. Was six. I think it was six. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, rest in peace. Uh, he was a great actor. I just feel like ever since then they've kind of, kind of derailed a little. I just mm. tried to watch Fast Nine, and it was like it's tough. Yeah, it's they got John Cena in there. It was, yeah, <laughs> they're literally going to turn the whole WWE match. Yeah, man, it was it was crazy. Um, what about music? Who do you have like a go to artist, or you know, just just if you're like out, you know, doing something, working out, you know, are you more of a uh, maybe a country guy? Are you more of a, a hip hop rap guy? And, and who's your go to, you know, to listen to? I really don't have a go to. Um, I do like country. I like rap. Uh, probably rock. I could get down to about anything. I guess you could say, but um, not a huge fan of the classical stuff. Okay, yeah, uh, like the no opera fan. Not, well, that not that in like the seventies rock. No, okay, more of like a grunge rock type of guy. Okay, no, I like that. You have a diverse music taste, and I think that's very beneficial. Um, so you know, I'm gonna ask you a couple questions, and then we can close off. Um, why should someone you know come to Trine? Um, it's a good question. People, if people want to come here to not only be an athlete, but also succeed when they get out of college through a good degree and good education, this would be a good spot. Um, I've learned so much through the engineering department here that I didn't know when I got here to where I feel confident going out and get a job that I'll be what they need, what that company needs. 
No, absolutely. Um, well, man, is there uh, is there anything else you want to tell us about trying or trying wrestling? Um, I think w- we've covered a lot of stuff. Yeah, we did cover a lot of stuff. I, I mean, all I can say is that this program's growing, and it's definitely it's going to be something to watch out for soon. Uh, I don't think anybody expects it from the other schools, but um, one year, Trine's going to come punch them in the mouth, and uh, they're not going to be ready for it. No, absolutely, so. man. I totally agree. Um, man, lastly, I, j- I just want to say thank you. Uh, I talked a, a little bit about it before. Um, ever since I stepped on the campus, um, you know, I I, lo- I like to have a cheerful personality. I like to be, you know, funny and, and have a good time. But when you're in a new environment, you, sometimes you, you curl up and get a little shy. Um, but you were you were one of the first people who really invited me in. Um, sorry about that. Um, it's my alarm to, to come here. <laughs> you're good. We started a little early. Um, you were one of the first guys who really invited me in here um, and invited me into this family. And everything you've done for this program, uh, I can't speak highly enough about you. Um, I'm, I'm really excited and grateful to have met you and to be on the same team as you, to call you family. Um, I know you're going to do great things in life. I, I look forward to seeing you prosper. And I hope, you know, maybe homecoming next year you can come back. Oh, yeah, I'll be back. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you know, I got a house. You can come over any time. Uh, I, I speak for the team when I, when I say thank you and for this program, this university, and everybody listening. Um, so I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Um, Owen, really can't thank you enough for hopping on the podcast, telling the Trine Wrestling community a little bit about yourself. Uh, and that's going to conclude the eighth installment of the Building a Trinity podcast. I want to thank you guys so much for listening, and I can't wait to see you next time. Thank you, and go Thunder. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.